Welcome to the Mississippi Golfer Podcast. From courses and tournaments to players and personalities, this is your home for everything Mississippi Golf. Let's get started. Here are your hosts, Paul and Matt. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Mississippi Golfer Podcast. It's been a little while. Matt, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Glad to be back. It has been a little while. Life gets a little crazy sometimes. The world's a little crazy, so, yeah. We, we had Pandemics to, are, are a little strange for, for the golf world, I guess. It's been strange for uh, a lot of people in pretty much every way you can think of, I think. Yeah, it, is, it has been a weird one. We are playing with a little, too, a little new technology tonight, so if the... If the audio is a little weird, we apologize, but we will we'll get it dialed in. We're, we're coming back. Trying to figure it out. That's right. Trying to figure out how to, all this works again. It's, it's been a little bit, but we are. Uh, it's I don't even know what day of the week it is. I think it's Tuesday, but we're getting ready for for real life tour golf again. Not not made for TV. You know, celebrity events. Yeah, it's it's nice to see the calendar back with something on it. Uh, I have really missed just. I think that's one of the worst parts of this has been just no sports at all of any kind, really of any significance to watch. I mean, you've got the matches with the one with Rory and the Taylor made and then the Tiger Phil, which were fun, but it's not the same. I mean, having, having a tour of it, especially starting out in colonial with the, all the history there with Ben Hogan. And just, that's such a long running tour event that it's nice to see that one be the first on the calendar, even though there's going to be nobody there watching. Yeah, I did. I I have a little inside information there. I have a good friend that actually lives in the neighborhood of the Colonial. He sent me a picture of the the fifteenth tee the other day. Said he was able to snap a picture um, on on Sunday. He said he went back on Monday and it's all covered up. He can't even look through the hedges anymore. So oh, it's wow. going to be a there's not going to be any spectators. They're they're you know they're blocking it off as much as they possibly so no, can. No one can sit in your backyard taking a peek like they used to at a, at an Annadale here. Yeah, not unless you have a really cool house with a really really tall porch. <laughs> I mean, and there might be a few of them on the course, but that's they're doing the tour is taking you know their precautions to keep people away, and and that's fine. I mean, I saw saw a picture. I think Jonathan Randolph posted something earlier today on his social media, and he was. He was in his car waiting waiting in line to get his you know his, his test to make sure he could get in to play this week. Yeah. So it is going to be uh, it's I'm sure it's strange for for the athletes and then the caddies and everybody involved pulling yeah. off the tournaments, but it is it is good to have it back. And it'd be interesting and kind of to see how the the flow of the matches work with players and caddies. From what I understand, the caddies can carry the bats, but they can't give them clubs. I mean, I think there are some interesting rules they're gonna to have to follow that we'll kind of see how well they're followed and what they look like on tv because it's gonna be weird to watch how the interactions are gonna be um strange it's what it seems yeah it does seem like that and it's you know let's be honest it's kind of weird if all of them have negative tests and they can't t- touch each other's golf clubs like what's the is coronavirus gonna fly <laughs> right. in from the trees what's or the, what's the point of the test if if you have to still I don't know. It's things are a little yeah. nuts for sure. It's it's, uh, it's it's different, but again, I mean, to have you know, it's been fun to follow kind of on golf Twitter some of these these you know ancillary tours that have been yeah. having events and you know been successful. And Hayden Buckley but, Hayden Buckley won last week. So yeah. I mean, 
good news for Mississippi. You know, a little positive news there. But yeah, he he won, and there was an event down in Dothan that uh, Wilson Fur played in as an individual, just just to have something to play in. And these these mini tours have definitely gotten their moment of glory, uh, some exposure that they're definitely not used to having. Uh, I think even a couple of them you could bet on DraftKings, and yeah, I mean they were like <laughs> you could bet on these guys that you've nobody's ever heard of on these tours, nobody's ever heard of either. But everybody's just itching to have something to do and and uh, and to pay attention to that that these mini tours really got uh, put front and center, and yeah, I'm sure they enjoy that <laughs> that exposure. Yeah. Oh, and I think they're gonna you know they're gonna kind of continue to enjoy the exposure because there's just not places for yeah, there's, a lot yeah. of these guys who have some kind of status. Take a Hayden Buckley who has some limited corn ferry status this year and also has you know his McKenzie Tour status, but McKenzie is canceled. Latino America is probably canceled. I think that China's canceled. Yeah. There's obviously been some talk about maybe doing some kind of series for those guys but these mini tours are going to be packed with great they players are. they are and it's it's a shame that yeah it's great for them to have something to play in but it really does nothing to propel their career in a path that they're usually that they're used to doing i mean you go to mckenzie to get those five spots to go to corn Ferry. you go to corn Ferry to go to pga tour the mini tours don't offer that it just gives you somewhere to play and to make a few bucks at best i mean you're not making any serious money on those things by any means yeah it's you know those you feel bad for those guys and you feel bad for for those guys who were seniors in college who were having great years that we've talked you know we've we've referenced it a little bit but there have been some you know since last we talked there have been some concessions made by the by the NCAA and then even by the you know PGA Tour kind of introducing this PGA Tour University thing where you know some of these guys who were seniors can go play another year and now at the introduction of the the PGA Tour University, they have an opportunity to to gain some more status yeah. coming out of college based on their rankings. It's not a you know it's not a ton of stuff, but it is something for the top fifteen or twenty guys in college golf well, to it's really something. yeah you and, know to really angle for yeah. And I, I, I'm a big fan of this idea honestly because I think a lot of times you'll see these good players that will leave before their senior year. I mean, Davis Riley did it, Braden did it. I mean, that's not an uncommon thing. But if you've got incentive for those guys to stay finish their careers there it makes college off better um and then they know they have a direct path where that's really what they're leaving to look for anyway and really this is if you're in that top is it 15 or yeah i think the top five got some guaranteed starts yeah on the you know on the corn ferry and then the, the next 10 maybe got some some other of the ancillary kind of yeah tour so it's not a status. lot of spots but if you're those elite guys you're leaving to basically try and Monday qualify, get some sponsors exemption into these tour events anyway. So why not stay, finish your run with, with your, your school, and, and you know, stay with it and, and then go from there. So I, I like it. I, I think it's hopefully will be – it'll make the NCAAs a lot more interesting and you know give those guys four years in college, which I think is definitely not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, think – think about that we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago just i mean if you would have had the full the full field in the last ncaa championship you're looking yeah. at davis riley and victor hovel you know victor hovland was there and wolf was there but you're looking at some guys who who left early to to go and then was Braden? this was was this his year too uh, last year yeah okay. Braden braden left last year but he left before so he left them before their run to NCAAs, and I mean that was a huge blow to them. The same was when Davis Riley left Alabama. Yeah, I mean those are you're losing your top guys going into your most important part of your season, making a run through the NCAAs and the regionals and all that, and, and 
you know, you have there's a huge hole for for your school to fill that, you know, it's probably not going. It's not going to be the same as what it was when you were there. Yeah, but you know, to to get back to golf is again a great thing. the 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 big boy tour is um, in Fort Worth at the Colonial. Yeah, and then Corn Ferry's kicking it back off at. At Sawgrass, are they, I know I don't know if they're playing a stadium, or I think they're playing yeah, the dot. They're, play, they're, they're playing, playing, the stadium. playing the stadium, yeah. And so they're there, and I mean, if anybody follows golf Twitter, you you know you follow. You need to follow the Monday Q guy if you don't. Um, but his the stats for this for the Monday qualifier where there were there were over two hundred people <laughs> playing in the Corn Ferry Monday qualifier wow. for I think seven or eight spots. Yeah, and, and one of they were in two locations, and one of the locations. 65 got you in a six or seven way playoff for three spots so yeah well that just shows you how bad people are itching to get back and and you know with a lot of people i think you're gonna see that trend really the rest of the year is these monday queues are going to be packed because you lose these other tours like the mckenzie where you know guys are going to go up there and they're not going to leave and come back and and monday queued and go back to i mean the canada a lot because there's just that extra travel and money and all that, but I, yeah, I, I expect that to to continue because people are just gonna every chance they can to get in those those the big tours they're gonna do it. Yeah, and I think last time we we recorded we talked a little bit about the new corn fairy schedule how it wrapped around you know into next year and there's still gonna there's gonna be guys that I think I read that the top ten after this year's tour championship that's what's still in august or september whenever it normally is maybe it's october at all who nobody knows what day or month it is anymore it's okay (laughs) right some of those guys are still going to get some you know some tour starts going into next year because of i think the top 10 would get that so yeah you know they if davis riley keeps playing well i mean he's still in a really good really good spot Um, yeah but it is going to be a long grind for those 25 spots over the next you know year and a year and a half really I think that's good, and I think that's fair to give them at least some shots. I mean, get them into things like the Sanderson Farms, and I mean they go heavy on those early events anyway. I mean, they're not going to get in the Arnold, uh, yeah, at the Arnold Palmer or any of the big events, no. but yeah, you know, they probably wouldn't get in those anyway. But give them a chance to play their way through some of the the early events, you know, the the off week by you know, events, um, and that's really where they need to go and shine anyway. Yeah, and that I mean that really does make it a real like minor league tour where you get you know your chance to get called up and make you know make a splash a little bit and, and and go from there. And I think I mean it's really fun to see how the tour has adapted and where they're gonna you know they're gonna try to they're gonna try to make it work. I mean I yeah. hope and I hope it does. And I mean the field at the Colonial this week is it's Looney Tunes stacked. <laughs> so I mean you know. You know they're thrilled for the TV, but hopefully some of these events that these guys don't normally play in that right. they will. And there's, I mean, there's just an opportunity just because of a weird schedule for some for some off the beaten path tournaments, you know, or tournaments that used to be really big, maybe to to gain some of that status back, even if it is for only a couple of years. But for these guys to be getting out there playing, I mean, there's no telling who we may see in Jackson this fall warming up, you know, kind of exactly. tuning out for the Masters. Yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting to see how that shakes out. I mean, what what does that look like? Because having a, a Masters in, you know, that part of the year is unheard of. And, you know, I, that's that's going to be cool. I think this could be a great thing for us. And we'll kind of see what uh, what the other field events look like. But, but you're right, though. I mean, people are going to be itching to play 
in anything that they can. And, and you know, there, a lot of events are still canceled and been moved. I mean, things like, you know, the John Deere's been canceled. Uh, obviously, the Open's been canceled. A lot of things moved back. You know, the Barbasol, that off event, off week event, those have been canceled. So all these guys that um, just – they're not the top guys. I mean, there's, there's not as much for them to play in with some of those events gone. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just – it's weird. And, and you know – Things being postponed. The Olympics. I was kind of looking forward to the Olympics this summer. Mm-hmm. That's been postponed to next year. And fingers crossed, we'll have a Ryder Cup. Yeah, I don't. I'm just, you know, I've seen a little. I've seen mixed reactions of, you know, especially the guys who will probably be playing in it, saying, you know, it's not a Ryder Cup if the fans aren't there. Yeah. And so I'm saying, well, it's not a Ryder Cup if there's not a Ryder Cup. You know, like it's, it's yeah. It's, well, it's kind of a tough one. Like, and what I do you, think what do you it's do? really tough. You look at the schedule. You've got a Presidents Cup. An Olympics and a Ryder Cup in one year seems real far fetched. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think that would, you know, that that won't fly. And I don't think the President's Cup's going to play like, oh, okay, well, the Ryder Cup's really the more important one. Like, right? They're not, they're not going to do that. So no. it's just going to be an interesting, you know, it, it it is an interesting time, and we're going to see how all these how these shake out. I'm just excited to be able to to turn on some golf on Thursday Absolutely. and watch. I sure would. Sure would like to see, you know, somebody figure out how to get some more of these corn fairy events. Yeah, that, that's going to be some, a great somewhere, tournament. Like somewhere, some streaming, some something. I mean, if these guys are streaming Outlaw Tour on, oh, on, on Instagram their, on their Live, Instagram Live exactly. and on, from their iPhones, like I feel like there's something we can figure out. And somebody well, I mean, would be the platform is it. there. It's just investing the money to put cameras on it and do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I pay for PGA Tour Live and have no trouble doing it. I, I sure as heck – would watch these corn fairy events if they were offered yeah and it doesn't i don't think it would have to be crazy coverage i mean no it could be the last couple of days the last few groups or whatever you wanted to do like or having a couple of cameras on 18 or look at what they did for the match i mean Mm -hmm. they had what six cameras moving around and i mean and they made it work and it, it, it was it was relevant and you know i think they did did a good job with it so you don't have to have I think the days of having 40 and 50 cameras out there are pretty much over anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you could find a way to get 10 or 12 cameras that you move around, follow the leaders, park on, you know, a certain hole, then, yeah. you know, and then I think we're way ahead of the game. And I think you'd have a lot of people that will tune in to watch that. Yeah, I do too. And I think just seeing kind of the, the reactions that the match got and even some of the some of the positive vibes from you know from the outlaw tour and it was again it's the monday q guy that was out there kind of helping pull off one of those events and i mean they got great feedback and they you know it's what people want to see i mean golf golf people want to watch golf like yeah there's only so many reruns of the big break we can watch anymore i can't watch bagger vance again (laughs) so i think we maybe we learned something from that coverage and you know the the cart i thought the cart cams were cool and mm-hmm. just having people mic'd up i mean i wonder if we will explore that on a on a larger scale in in the big broadcast tv coverage because yeah i think there is an interest and in, and in relevance and and you know it's just different and and you see other sports some do that but i don't know i think we got a long way to go i think to get there but uh, i think yeah, there I are some things you can learn from what they did. Definitely think there's a long way to go. And then listening to, I mean, I think it was No Laying Up's podcast right after the match, talking about these challenge events like the, like yeah. the match. I mean, making something like that, make it for TV and get 
25 of the top 25 guys on the money list involved and you do a Tuesday night event in the location of the next event or two Tuesdays a month and, and mic them up. I think we are a long way from micing up guys on the regular tour. Yeah. And I don't think that's where they are, but, but those guys, I mean, and that's, that's old golf. I mean, that's when you see all the golf movies with, the, with you know, the Vardens and the Bobby Jones. I mean, they're just playing in these, you know, these matches, these, right. these showcase matches that that's where these guys – you know that's where they made their money right and if you 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 know it's gone now but like the shell wonderful world of golf that's exactly Mm -hmm. what that was and it was a made for tv two or three four at most you know head to head and you you just hear the whole thing and and do it for like produce it for an hour and a half like yeah play nine holes do something like you don't have to play 18 holes you don't have to do like do something different yeah play it as a you know however you want to do it play Play two balls, but do what, whatever right. it is. Like I mean, make it for TV. These guys are smart; they know what they can do. So I think, I think what this did show, like you said, is there's a lot of potential for more golf co- coverage, and I think there's a lot of people that would watch it. Absolutely, from, from the you know the people that like us that are going to watch everything and anything we can find to the casual fan who, well, yeah. if they turn on their TV on a Tuesday night seven o'clock, I mean, there's only so many like contests like vocal shows you can watch <laughs> right before Separate reality like, competitions and i sure would like to watch something else well so. I, th- I think this proves that there's an audience obviously we're sports stars but this was the highest ranked golf tv production ever mm-hmm. i mean so i think that says something yeah i mean there has been nothing valid worthwhile to watch nothing live so i mean there's a different environment but i do think that shows that there were a lot of fringe players that watched that Probably because Tiger was in it. That didn't hurt either. But, you know, I think there is an audience that you can get some fringe players. I mean, some fringe fans. And maybe they turn into bigger fans and they start playing the game a little bit. And, you know, there is opportunity to to grow that. And, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I, I, I think there will be a match three at some point. What it looks yeah. like, I don't know. But it, I think there definitely will be. And I don't think it will be anytime super soon. But no. I think people have seen that there is a definite – desire for that to happen and a definite audience to watch it you yeah. know and so i'll definitely be interested to see you know where it goes how it goes what um and what what comes from it yeah so you know and, and so you know from the big tours to the you know the mini tours that are going to be you know they're going to be having lots of you know lots of good play this summer and lots yeah. of big fields i mean some of these mini tours that have probably been starved for cash for a while are going to have i would assume they're going to have pretty big fields pretty full field so they're going to be able to do full purses they're actually going to be able to make a little money and yeah i think i mean if we're trying to look for anything good coming from this i think there's going to be it's going to be good for golf it's going to be good for competitive golf um you know especially on the professional level and then hopefully there's you know who knows how it plays down to the to the amateur level i think this year is going to be weird but i know you've got some some junior golf stuff but there's you know, even here in Mississippi, they've had to cancel stuff. They've had to, yeah. you know, rearrange stuff. The The USAM this year, I mean, I'm not sure what I think about it, you know, how it's without any qualifying and, yeah. and the US how they're going to invite people. And the U.S. Open's kind of make, you know, that kind of makes it weird. But it's just, yeah, we're going to try. I mean, and everybody's got to give it a little grace this year. Yeah, and this is going to be a weird year. I mean, we've already had to, our state mid-am has been pushed back. That's going to be now in October, I think. But, um there are some you know things getting back live here you know the junior stuff they just had the the future tour championship in greenville last week which is uh which is a pretty big event and they had the one in greenville actually the week before so um 
you know, and that that's a big event. It, it draws kids from all over the South, really. I mean, the kid that won, Ryan Dupuy out of Baton Rouge, shot 71-68, finished five under par. Uh, and a lot of Mississippians right on their heels. And, you know, with that, Ryan gets a sponsorship in the Gator Invitational, which got canceled this year, but we'll be you know, back and going strong again next year. So, you know, it's nice to see the schedule with some events. And I know, you know, we've I've been trying to update our, our golf calendar on the msgolfer.net. And, you know, there have been, a lot of those have been postponed, but a lot of them are people saying, look, we're going. You know, we're, we're tired of golf being canceled. A lot of people have been playing a lot at their home courses. I know they at the country club. They've had record play. I mean, you can't you can't get a tee time um, because there's so many people that golf has been there for them during when when your work may have been changed or you're working from home and you can you read your schedule different. But you know, there are a lot of events out there that are starting to get back going, whether it be club events or fundraising charity events. And you know, now that the junior golf schedules are back, the U.S. kids. Uh, I got rained out Monday, but it, it, it's it's going. They've got a tournament next week. Uh, there's a new one. The uh, top 50 junior tours got three events coming. And it's, that, that's a new tour that's got uh, three events coming up. So, you know, there's stuff. The counter's starting to have starting to have things on there that 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 you need to start paying attention to and have something you can sign up for again yeah it's definitely good to see that calendar start to to pick back up like you said anywhere from the junior events that are starting to happen and you know there's the four balls and the six main scrambles and all these summer events there you know a lot of them are coming back around and and i feel like the courses like you said they've they've been a good refuge for people that needed a little normal and they've done a good job you know the, the few places that i've played have done a good job providing options for whatever yeah. you need whether it's a you know something in the something in the hole riding your own cart you know just staggering the tee times a little more trying to keep people you know away from congregating but i think like you said people are ready for as much more normal as they can get and i think obviously we're gonna all have to make sure we're being safe and keep you know doing things we probably should be doing anyway washing our hands and yeah not breathing in people's faces but I mean, it's, it seems like people want normal it seems like hopefully we're we're trending that way i mean obviously we don't know anything that's going to happen right um, coming up in the in the months ahead but it seems like we're trending in the right direction with with everything kind of trying to make you know make a comeback as much as it can i think so i think we're heading in the right direction i mean they're there will be, I'm sure, things at the at these events. You know, whether they put these, like have the rakes back out or putting the little pool noodles in the in the hole and leaving the flags in. So I mean, there are things that are not normal, but you know, I think most people can can make do with that and just deal with it, just to be able to have the chance to go out and play when there's really not a whole lot else you can do right now. Yeah, for for sure. And we, you know, we. We took a break through the, through the craziness because nobody wants to listen to us talk about nothing that, that's out there. But we're <laughs> we're definitely excited to be back and be, um, you know, we're we're in person. There's you know other other things. Somebody yeah. somebody moved back to the to the great state of Mississippi, so it's it's good to be doing this in person. And and you know I think we've got some exciting things in 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 the works that that we're excited to to get going and excited to get back to normal and excited to just follow and watch golf like i yeah. can't, no, can't I think, say it any other way yeah absolutely i mean there's there's a lot of that we're looking forward to um you know just to get golf in general but yeah 
getting you back to Jackson is, is a good thing, and, and I think that opens the door for some cool stuff that we've been kind of been wanting to do, but um, maybe there are now more opportunities we can move things along a little bit quicker. So, yeah, there are things, things have, have, have caused changes through, through all the COVID, but, you know, you just got to kind of roll with it, though. Yeah, I think we've got – you know, it just a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of a lot of interesting people that we're trying to to get on. I think we've got some some good stuff lined up, and we're gonna we're gonna get back at this more regularly. So as we go through this fall season, you know, we're we're excited to get it. So any any closing thoughts this week? Just excited to watch. We'll we'll kind of talk about kind of our take on what what the the TV looked like and just what what the quirks were there, and then. You know, just kind of see how it evolves week to week. And, and, you know, who knows when normal and just what what normal is going to look like. But, you know, we'll see as our event gets closer, you know, what will the Sanderson Farms look like. And, and, you know, hopefully we'll be be past the no fans. I know I think at at, uh, Jackson, in Columbus, and uh, I think they're going to be able to have like 8,000 fans there. So, I mean, there are fans at at the – Memorial, but it's very limited. I'm not sure how they're going to figure out which 8,000 get yeah. tickets, but we'll let them figure that out. But yeah, hopefully we'll see progression. And you know, by the time we get to the Sanderson and Ryder Cup, we'll kind of all be over this and and ready to to enjoy sports and it's full full out. And then it's you know, no restrictions again. Yeah, no doubt. Not even not even just at the golf. You know, not even at golf events, but. But across the board, you know, I mean, there there's other little sport they play, you know, they play here in, in the southeastern conference called football, and I think it's gonna there's some there's some people that are gonna be itching to get into those stadiums yeah. and watch their teams play this. Yeah, football this I've, fall. I've been missing some baseball too. Mm-hmm. I've I really enjoy summer baseball, and there's been none of that either. So I can only watch so many reruns, so many Braves 1995 mm-hmm. games, which I've watched a few of those. I gotta say. Yeah, but no, uh, so the reruns are for him to come back. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, so we look forward to to getting back at this a little more, a little more regularly. And then thanks for everybody that listens. And if you ha- if you ever have anything, just reach out to us on one of the social media channels, and we will uh, we'll yeah. make sure that we're active around there. And if there's anything we can promote for you, or you know your course, your 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 you know your events, any of that kind of stuff, reach out to us, and we will absolutely we'd yeah, love to do that. We'd love suggestions or. Hey, if there's story that something so has happened at our club, I mean we're we're both in Jackson now, but we we definitely want to do what we can to promote the whole state, and we love your input and and help with you know kind of helping what's with what's going on. So yeah, that's absolutely something we hope to do to to have more interaction with. Well, I think uh, I think that's about all we have tonight. So Matt, have a good one. We'll talk we'll talk again soon. Looking forward to it. Thank you for listening to the Mississippi Golfer Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Want more? Find us online at msgolfer.net. And also, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook.